New Jersey has the dubious distinction of having the highest foreclosure rate in the nation, and housing advocates in turn are pointing a finger at leadership at the state level. Let's get into it with NJ Spotlight Joe Terrell, who recently wrote on the topic. Joe, thanks for joining us on Newsworks tonight. Sure thing. How bad is bad? Well, it's not as bad as it was. It's just that New Jersey has consistently, uh, since since the onset uh, of the Great Recession and the uh, purported recovery, New Jersey has consistently lagged the, the rest of the, the nation. Uh, we're much better than often in terms of uh, housing values and then the number of new foreclosure cases now than we were a few years ago. But over the past year, there were close to 35,000 new foreclosure cases filed in the, in the state courts, and that compares to about 18,000, 20,000 in, in the first few years of, of this century. So once the uh, housing recession hit, we sort of got stuck. And while other states have climbed out fairly quickly, there's a lot of housing markets around the nation that have rebounded to to where they were or better than before the recession. Much of New Jersey continues to tread water, and several areas, especially Atlantic City, are doing worse, consistently worse than they were. If you were to, though, factor out Atlantic City and also Trenton, which doesn't lag far behind, and also if you factored out the lingering effects of Hurricane Sandy, would that then elevate the Garden State back closer to average? Well, I, I suppose if you factor out the worst areas of any state, it, it would look better. I think you have to look at it as, as a multiplicity of problems rather than just, well, if we got rid of that that one thing and didn't count that, uh, we'd be fine. Uh, New Jersey is, is well behind most states and has consistently been. And with that, let's take up the contention of housing advocates pointing a finger at Trenton. You know, I would have said prior to this recession and uh, this aftermath that it's hard for state government to accomplish a lot economically. But uh, since there are so many outside factors that, that weigh into uh, what what's happening, but uh, certainly uh, New Jersey has not distinguished itself with its uh, forceful action, let's say, in these areas. Relative to other states? Uh, relative to, to, to other states and relative to the need. There's some other states that uh, have, have worked better with uh, their housing agencies and, and nonprofit groups, and I think that's what Jessica Brooks from Boston Community Capital talks about, that her experience coming in here after working with other states where they were welcomed by the governor and, you know, connected to the state agencies that were working with nonprofit groups is that there's, you know, sort of a vacuum at the, at the top here. It's a lot more haphazard system. A lot of the nonprofit housing counseling groups are struggling, as she puts it, to keep, keep the lights on, uh, and they're not necessarily getting a push from the state government. Uh, famously here, uh, uh, Governor Christie used uh, $75 million from uh, a National Housing Foreclosure Relief Settlement to plug, well, you know, one of the, the many gaps in his, his, his various uh, budgets. Uh, you know, that was sort of a high-profile example of funds that were specifically supposed to go to people uh, who were in need of foreclosure assistance that were diverted elsewhere. And, uh, you know, it just hasn't been an issue that the state has paid much attention to. It's a situation where there's very few people in government that have and consistently 
advocating for people who are in the foreclosure process or threatened with foreclosure or otherwise uh, having some, some difficulties with it with their mortgages. Joe, thanks for offering perspective on Newsworks tonight. Sure, thanks for having me. And Jay Spotlight, Joe Terrell.